I'm like your angry uncle. There's no yeah. filter anymore. Yeah. I'm just going to ruin Christmas for he's, you. He's going to start talking about the immigration here pretty soon. <laughs> Our favorite part of a movie or show Are the credits at the start and the end The songs are like a long-lost friend Credits score Where credits get the credit they're due Alright, the record button has been pressed, Gary. Check. 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 Are we still checking? We're still we're not checking anymore. Oh, okay. It's it's dough People, time. The, no, the audience does not want to hear you say check over time. and over. I usually don't record that part. <laughs> well, Max, can I just say to you, uh, this house is bigger than your old one. Is that an impression? Yeah. From uh from a very special movie. What very special movie? Well, it's a very special Wait, movie. Wait, before that- you tell us, I just want to say to everyone. Welcome to a very credit score Christmas. Oh, what about a very merry credit score Christmas? Because no. it's tis the season to be merry. Yeah, but I don't think there's. I don't think you need the merry in there because credit score stands for merry in our little uh, uh, thing. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Plus, I, you're you're you go by. Oh, I'm Mary Gary Dudak. Mary Gary Dudak, and I am Max Miller. No, uh, I thought Christmas we went, I name. thought we went with Jewish Max Miller. No, we didn't like that. We didn't like <laughs> oh, that one. I liked it. I liked it. In our last our cool. last uh, episode, Bad Santa. Uh, yeah. I guess my nickname was Jewish Max Miller. And yes, it's not a very uh, fun holiday name. I think I think it's pretty fitting, though. Mm-hmm. It, it makes sense. It makes sense. And let me just say, well, Max already said it, but welcome everybody to another episode, another Christmas episode of Credit Score. And I we are doing, um, I would say, my favorite possible Christmas movie for this. Or is, does that make sense? I, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'd say it's it's tied up there, but it's definitely for me. For it's, me, it's my yes. favorite Christmas yes. movie. Yeah, it's up there with uh, which is. Oh, did we not study yet? I can't remember. Christmas vacation. <laughs> yeah. Christmas vacation. Yeah. And you are appropriately, not, not appropriately well, dressed, you're partially appropriately dressed. I, tell, tell the folks at home what you're wearing. I am not only wearing a sleeveless uh, upper garment, but it Gary is... Gary always wears sleeveless tees. Yes. He's gone, he's gone next level yes, for Christmas. It is a sleeveless uh, Christmas vest that zips and unzips i can unzip it a little bit for you if you'd like no 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 for the sake of me not vomiting on while we're recording <laughs> let's keep that and i've officially had this for a decade i just realized i bought it in 2009 for a christmas party it, I, it was actually in the women's section i uh, can tell by the fit it was in the w- <laughs> <laughs> let me take a picture for those at home it was in the women's section we're gonna post these on the social because you've, you've got to see this sweater everyone listening this sweater vest Sleeveless. And what, what hat are you wearing there, Gary? Oh, I am wearing the Chicago Bears vintage hat that Clark Griswold wears in the movie. It's like the blue with the orange lettering with the Bears written in cursive. Uh, he's wearing it when he um, is putting up the Christmas lights. If, you, you know, if you're familiar with the movie, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. I've but never, Max, post a picture. I've never seen you get so um, amped up for... For an episode? Yeah. So this is one of my faves, man. This you are is, just yeah, like, yeah. you're themed from head uh, to toe. <laughs> and you know what? I, I, I've got a little surprise for you. Uh-oh. Another surprise for I'm you. looking Hang around. Hang here for little... just a moment. Okay. I had to hide it from you. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, man. This is great. Hopefully, it's a uh, it's that turkey that they took in the movie. <laughs> Pretty hungry. Save the net for me, Max. Oh, hell yes. Yes, yes, yes. We got uh, we got moose we got moose glasses here. Is this uh, is this eggnog? Just like in the movie. So what I've just brought, Gary. Hang on, I'm getting everything put back up on here. Sip. 
It's mm. boost. It's boost for you. Oh my god, it's delicious. Yes, that is so good. We are uh, Max and I are regular, a regular cousin Eddie and uh, Clark Griswold right now. Yeah, we've got the um, the moose. We got the the moose glasses with the antlers. With, yeah, with the handles. The, yeah, the Wally. Well, they're kind of like knock. These versions are knockoff Wally uh, words. You can, I was you can say, tell. <laughs> I have one of these, and I think mine's smaller. No, this is pretty big. Yeah, yeah, and his nose is not out as far as uh, <laughs> it is in the movie. It's definitely a knockoff. Kind of like a frog face. <laughs> yeah, I just think they didn't want to get sued, uh, but great. they wanted to make some that's money, great. and so love yeah, it, I mixed us some eggnog in here mm. and uh, some booze in there Delicious, too. Delicious, very rich. This is yeah. a celebration. Yeah. It's officially a Christmas party. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. Max. Cheers. Merry Christmas. We're raising it. Yeah. And I feel like we should get a, a picture of that too real quick. Happy holidays and where's the Tylenol? Is that what he says at the end? Something <laughs> like that. All right. And I'm a little hot, so I'm going to mm. take this off here. Like I said, I can pop this vest off if I get a little hot. Oh, wow. Max has all the surprises tonight. We both, we both, team. Came. <laughs> we tell, both came prepared. Tell, tell them what my shirt says, uh, Gary. Max has a Team Todd and Margo shirt on uh, with a bunch of Christmas lights around it. It's a green shirt because Max, as he gets older and more adult, he has become Todd and Margo, or at least he sympathizes with them, I should I'm, say. I'm a bit reclusive. Yes. Uh, I don't like to be around people on, during the holidays. <laughs> I just want to do my own thing and be left alone and True. not have uh, do my you, neighbors bother do me. Do you and your girlfriend go in uh, for jogs in, in matching uh, those like bright like tin, tin foil, tin, yeah, yeah. Tin foil suits? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> us to a T. And you come back and you say you want to have some wine and kiss every inch of her body. And she says, after you shower, of course. <laughs> I know this whole movie by heart, by the way. I don't know, Skylar. <laughs> I will say, though, you have a Christmas tree, as I pointed out last week in our Bad yes. Santa episode. Yes. I'm looking at it right now. It's a little crooked. It's I think it's more crooked than last week. Don't tell the folks at home. Uh, it's a very beautiful tree. It's just a little crooked. Um, so you have more spirit than Todd and Margo. I'll, I'll say that. You have, and plus, you know, you went all out for this eggnog, too. So. Uh, Margo was a little upset that they didn't have a Christmas tree. That's true. Just, during, during, during Christmas Eve dinner. a little bit sad we didn't get a tree. Yeah, yeah. see? And then, so she's, she, yeah, she gets true. me. That's true. Um, so as you can tell, Max and I are fans of this movie. We absolutely are. I'm, I'm so excited to do this movie, yeah. this opening credits. And we are going to do, as I said, we're going to do the opening credits that are animated. I was thinking, I always think that this is like our first time doing something. Like, oh, it's our first time doing animated credits for a, for a real movie. But I'm wrong because then I looked back at some of our episodes and we did Grease, which has an animated opening credits for a real movie. Yes, so probably, that was a great episode too. Yeah, there's Please. probably other ones, but that's what I thought of off the bat. But anyways, very excited to do these animated opening credits. Um, I don't know about you, but songs get stuck in my head very easily. And this has been in my head all week long. All week, in yes. Pre in preparation for this. So. It's, it's, a re it's a repetitive song as is. Yeah. So, yes. Jang a lang a lang a lang a lang. <laughs> well, everyone listening is going to have it stuck in their head by the end of this episode <laughs> if it isn't stuck in their head already. And uh, before we get started, I want to say for those who listened to Bad Santa last week, I made a mistake. And I, I'm, I don't like to point this out ever because, first of all, I don't think I ever made any mistakes prior to this. Yeah, you make a lot of them. But I, uh, big apologies to the cover band that is uh, that is playing in my HOA. Oh, you got HOA. their name wrong. Yeah, yeah. Last week I brought up that in my condo complex there's a, there's a band playing at like the Christmas party this weekend, and it, I actually took a picture. It's it, Merry Happy Christmaca Potluck. That's the party. Uh -huh, yeah, and it's featuring live music from No Fools Here. Oh. Last week I said No Fools Allowed. 
If you're listening out there, uh, I apologize. No fools here. So, so you're not allowed to go to that party. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I wasn't okay. going anyways, but I was definitely persona non grata after that mistake I made. But yeah, I'm sure they really care that just a little it, correction. <laughs> you got the name wrong on this podcast. Hey, they might be listening. You never know. That's true. You never know. What was your uh, experience with Christmas Vacation? Oh, I mean, you're clearly uh, yeah. a fan. So it came out in 89. So happy 30th anniversary, I guess. Came out December 1st, 30 years ago. So that makes me feel really old. Um, the tagline was Yule Crack Up. Just a little side note there. I didn't watch it when I was a kid because I was only six years old. But that same year, the movie Prancer came out, which we'll talk about. I went and saw that at the theater, right? So uh-huh. that, that kind of puts you where I was at that point. However, for the many, many years after that, they would always show it on, I think, NBC, like every Christmas, Sunday night or something. And for, I just made sure that I was always home to watch that. Like once I watched it for the first time. So every single year, I'd make sure I'd watch it on network TV. I think I even like recorded it on VCR back in the day and watched it many, 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 many times growing up. And then now I'm older, I'm adult, so I have the Blu-ray. Wait, so when you watch it on cable... Yeah, it, I, I does probably Clark, does Clark say Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, I, kiss his hand, kiss his hand. Yeah, stuff there, like that. <laughs> there's all sorts of stuff like that that I didn't really catch until later. I think I might have gotten it in college, or maybe I got the D. I think I got the DVD in high school actually. So you know, after years of watching it on TV with all the the bleat or the edits, the weird edits, I, I got the you know the grown up version. And uh, like I said, I can quote the entire thing. I love it. It's absolutely my favorite Christmas movie. Uh, I haven't watched it yet this season, so I need to pop that in pretty soon. We watched it this week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we got it, we just got back from a jog in so our great. in our uh in your tin, suit, tin foil suits, yeah. And we were <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah. this is great. Well, we, we have time to watch this rather than go mm-hmm. uh holiday shopping. It's uh it's so fucking good. I just love it. I love it. Yeah, I I mean, we we are around the same age. We yep. were the same. Well, I'm one year younger. You're one year younger. Yes, yeah. you like to rub that in. <laughs> so, yeah, we were kids when this came out yeah. and it's it's some of the humor is a little bit too adult yeah. but i was still watching it i think the slapstick first comedy of it is enough that everyone can enjoy and you just kind of like the uh the cousin eddie character the dog the the yeah like i said the physical comedy i guess is, is good no matter what might miss some of the jokes but it was oh. a little more maybe because it was christmas and stuff it, it, it seemed a little more as far as the vacation franchise goes yeah it, it seemed a little more family friendly mm-hmm. for some reason than the other yeah, ones. Little, I remember growing up, my favorite part, along with like my dad, was the sledding scene. Like that was the part that just made us die laughing. It was so funny when you know when he flies down the hill. So that, was, but then as I got older, I, I different parts cracked me up. I, I think I crack up at something new every single time as well. So including these opening credits, by the way. Yes. Which I, to be honest, don't haven't paid much attention to until we decided to do this. So. I think we should, uh, should we get, get to get it. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah. All right. There it is. Okay, Man. Gary. Are you already happy? Gary, I'm already happy. Those <laughs> those the little bells, the little like synthesizer uh-huh. bells, oh, they get me going. It's such a good sound. So most of that was just over the Warner Brothers logo coming in. Yep. So this is a Warner Brothers film. I love when you get that tease music, too, leading into the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the first thing we see is a gigantic, a comically gigantic moon on a starry, cold December night. Yes. Animated. Animated. Yes. Very correct. clearly drawn. It looks a little like, um, uh, not Disney. Who was the big 80s um Oh, Car- like like Don Bluth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost. Yeah, that was yeah. like American Tale yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. like it could be that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's that time. 
Christmas time is here. We well. got uh, <laughs> we got a couple of credits there. Yep, we got that the first uh, one was Warner Brothers Pictures presents, and then we see a Hughes Entertainment production. Yes, while we hear um, the first lyrics. Yes, which, which is I gotta say on my hundredth uh, listen to this, mm-hmm. it's a little repetitive at the beginning. Yeah, there's it's that time. Yeah, and then Christmas time is here. We're gonna get into these lyrics a little bit more. I think it was a. Uh, Phoning, they could have done a, a better job. A phoning yes. in, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So I don't like I said. I don't have no problem with the lyrics after this part, but these first three lines actually, which we'll hear, all have the word "time" in them. Right. Uh, we should point out that the song. I don't think they say it in the credits, but it was written by the husband and wife duo of Barry Mann and Cynthia Wheel or Wile. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's Wheel. They and Mavis Staples is singing it. She's from yeah. the Staples Singers yeah. uh, group back in the day. I'll take you there. There you go. Yep. Yeah. And respect yourself or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Barry and Cynthia wrote, do you, did you look up what they wrote, some other songs? Yeah, I've got, let's see if we if we got the same All list. Right. I've got You've Lost That Love and Feeling. Yep. Uh, Somewhere Out There, speaking of American yeah, Tale. Yeah, American Tale. I wrote yeah. that one down too. Uh, on Broadway. On by the Drifters. Yeah, yeah I wrote that one down. That's kind of where I was like, okay, that's enough. But yep. they've got a whole I'll, list. I'll tell you some more. They they did the, I think one of their first big ones was Who Put the Bump in the Bump, Ooh, Shabob, Shabob, yeah. Who, but... I don't know who they wrote that for, but for somebody. And then they did Kicks by Paul Revere and the Raiders. They wrote that for them. And the big one, the one that I like the most, is they wrote the animal song, We Gotta Get Out of This Place. Oh, yeah. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. So they're like one of the most successful songwriting duos uh, of husband, all time. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, and then they wrote this song, Christmas Vacation for Mavis Staples. So the first, we haven't got to the next, play the next part, then I'll get back into the lyrics here. Oh, sorry. So we see a Hughes Entertainment production credit, uh, Hughes being... Howard Hughes. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> um, I can't think of any. More. Uh, there's no more Hughes. Hughes Grant. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Hughes Grant. No, that would be John Hughes. John Hughes, yes. Uh, of all of the... Every 80s movie. Every 80s movie every he wrote. Every 90s movie. And all the Home Alones. Right. Uh, not so, all of them, I don't think. Yeah, I think he did. I, I swear to God, he wrote four at least. Really? Yeah, he wrote. He, I know he wrote the first three. I'm almost certain really? he wrote four. Really? Yes. Huh. I, we can, I'm not sure how far beyond Home Alone they go. Did it go to like five or six? Anyways, he wrote all of them. Um, and just real quick, John Hughes. This is based on a short story that he wrote called Christmas '59. Uh, I believe that the original Vacation movie was also based on one of his short stories. We can get more into that later. Just want to give you a little. Yeah. Tease there. yeah, you were telling me about this. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to hear some of the uh, we'll, we'll get back to it. little tidbits you we'll have get back for us. to it. A little teaser for our fans there. Everybody knows there's not a better time of year. All right, hit pause there. Okay. All right, so what did you hear there in that third line? Everybody knows there's not a better time of year. So that's the third time in three lines. The third. So I wrote some alternative lyrics here. Oh, okay. Good. So the one she says is, it's that time. Christmas time is here. Everybody knows it's not a better time of year. Ho, ho, ho. Christmas is finally here. There you go. The times are gone and the rest of it's fine. Or you could even say, here we go. Christmas is finally here or something like that. Yeah. No, I'm with you because I'm going to have some issues with some lyrics coming okay. coming up. Okay. But uh, a fun fact is that they kind of had a scramble to get this song in oh, here. Oh, really? Because originally this animated sequence that we're going to get a little bit more into was set to an original like instrumental 
Oh, okay. Theme, and huh. they 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 threw these on the like. You'll notice once you know it, and you look at these this animation, it doesn't match up to the music necessarily. Some of it does, but some of it doesn't. Yeah, it used yeah. to have. Yeah, interesting. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I also wrote down that this was like a big year for animated opening credits for some reason. Mm-hmm. So this obviously came out at the end of '89, but earlier in 1989, uh, "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids" had an animated opening. And so did the movie uh, Troop Beverly Hills. Oh, love both of those movies. <laughs> both, love, of those, both of those movies. We'll get to those they credits. They apparently for both had animated opening credits. I don't remember either one of them. But. Yeah, this sequence was actually the, done by Croyer Films. Okay. And th- they did The Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, no I don't shit. know if they did Troop Beverly Hills. I don't think they did. Okay. But okay. I can't. Um, Shelley Long classic right there. For yeah. You. Um, all right, so what do we see on the screen here with all these repetitive time lyrics? We see. We still see that moon. And mm-hmm. then we see the shadow, kind of E.T. style, yeah. E.T. E. style of Santa and his reindeer flying by. Yeah, the silhouette goes yes. across the moon, yeah. And then and, we see our first major credit. Yeah, as Santa's like kind of curving towards the screen with the reindeer. Yeah? Oh, I, I was waiting for you oh. to say it. Sorry. <laughs> I was actually looking. Is that a star behind the name? Yeah, it's okay. kind of like a, the North Star, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we see Chevy Chase. We see Chevy yes. Chase's credit. Chevy uh, Chase, who is Mr. He is Mr. Uh, Clark, Clark w- Griswold. Griswold. Clark W. Griswold? Is that yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or as the messenger guy says, Clark W. Griswold. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> My favorite part. I love that. Mer- um, Merry Christmas. Slams the door in his face. Yeah, you know, Saturday Night Live Chevy Chase. Yeah. Uh, notoriously difficult to work with well, that's that's the from, word on the street yeah yeah community chevy chase who notoriously difficult that's, to work yeah, with on community from what i've heard yeah 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 he was also in that what was that movie that um was so bonkers that you were telling me about a long time ago um how did this get made covered it with dan Aykroyd. oh yes nothing but trouble <laughs> nothing but trouble yeah yeah there we go everyone listening go watch that movie and i think he did it a year after this movie too yeah or it is the two. weirdest movie the worst movie and the greatest movie at yeah. the same time Something I want to mention here, we haven't gotten to who directed this yet. We will get to that later. Yep. We have to mention it now. But originally, Chris Columbus, who directed Home Alone mm-hmm. eventually, who's done some of the Harry Potter movies, he's a you know, yeah. big-time director. He was supposed to direct this, but he couldn't get along with Chevy Chase. No shit. Yeah. And <laughs> in fact, I think I have a quote for him. He said, he said, there's no way I can do this movie. I know I need to work, but I can't do it with this guy. Wow. That's, I believe. I mean, I found this on the internet. Yeah, you know, I, I be believe from anywhere, it. But like you said, Chevy's got that rep. Yeah. So they ended up going with. Uh, we'll we'll say it later, but a, a friendly Canadian guy instead. Apparently, mm-hmm. a Canadian director who had never done a movie before, and he'd never even seen the vacation movies before. But we'll get all. We'll get into that. Actually, maybe we won't. So take it. Take it. Take it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might forget. We're drinking. Drinking spiked eggnog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on his way. So we hear that sleigh, and you can actually hear the sleigh kind of like zoom this past the, the screen. of it, yeah. Santa's on his way, and we see National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with kind of like the, the hindquarters of Santa up in the air. You, can, like see hips Santa, up in, you can see Santa's butt up in the air, like he's reaching for something or he's leaning forward. Yeah, but in we, his sleigh. Yes. And this was the last movie to use National Lampoon's in the title, by the way. Of oh, the, yeah, okay, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, and it was also the na- the last uh, John Hughes na- National Lampoon's project as well. So there you go. Well, couple of Any fun. reasoning for that? or you just I mean, he probably just moved on to other shit. I'm not sure uh, what the reasoning was. But that, I guess it kind of culminated with this though, right? Like all the other National Lampoon's were in the 80s. This is the end of the 80s. After yeah. that. I mean, there was Van Wilder and stuff like that. But 
But Vegas Vacation was a National Lampoon's? They must not have put it in the title. Huh. Yeah. I, this was, I, all I read it was the last one that they flashed it on the screen. You like know what? Does, this is... So, I, I've mentioned our buddies at Franchise Unpacked. This would be perfect for them to do. They should oh, do yeah. I'm going yeah, to totally. tell them they have to do the Vacation franchise. Definitely. If they haven't already. This, and they, give, give us already? this information. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that's good. That's good. And then maybe uh, we can come on and drink some eggnog with them or something. Who knows? Who knows? Just put it out there. Just, yeah. Just put it, it out there. Any time of year, we'll come drink some eggnog. Mm. I don't care if it's July. I don't care what time I of love, year. I love... Nothing better... Nothing beats the heat better than a nice... <laughs> Glass in, of thick eggnog. In our moose glasses, <laughs> definitely. That'd be great. Santa reveal. Okay, first of all, Gary, what did he do with those credits? Max absolutely fucking loses his shit when the characters interact with the credits. And when Santa just stood up there, the credits, like, he his head hit them. It was they, like a snowflake it, that exactly. he hit. He, they, it was like an icicle or yes. something that he broke. Yeah. I love when... Credits get interacted yep. with, acted with, with by the characters or whoever. Extra points. This immediately gets five points. <laughs> I don't want to spoil our scoring yeah, at the yeah. end, but it's, it's, already, up it's there, already up there. For sure. It's already up there. And then once Santa stands up, uh, by the way, how do you say Santa? Santa. Just like Santa, right? Just like, how else like, would you say it? Like, like, a, like, like ant, like Santa. My wife, who is from the East Coast, yeah. for some reason says Santa. And, and she's been doing it for years. She says, I've never heard that. She says Santa Claus. Like, no, I, I know. Is she South African? No, I don't know what she is, to be honest, but uh, she says Santa Claus. And no. I made fun of her every every single year no, for it. No, she is wrong. But Santa, Santa Claus. It, it, and it's, I can't. It's I, Santa. For, for the life of me, I, I know. I, and I, I thought maybe I was like my Chicago accent or something was saying I mean, Santa wrong. If it was spelled like ant, I could see it being Santa Claus. Like S A U N. Yeah. yeah I'm, maybe she went like to England one year and it just started. I, I have no idea. That just, that's not how it works, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how accents work. You go. Uh, just go pick him up when you go for like a few days. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Santa stands up. He he has a pencil behind his ear, which is pretty hilarious. Kind of like uh, Matt Patricia. Do you know who that is? The big fat coach that used to be on the Patriots. Now he's the coach of the Lions. Oh, always yeah, but a, he always has pencil on his ear? He always ear? has pencil on his uh-huh. ear, yeah. Uh, that's for my sports fans out there. Anyways, he, and he busts, he unfolds his Christmas list. Yeah. and To his delivery list. And you can see all these names. And you can see that, well... Do you see one that stands out to you by the, by any chance? Any names that stand out to you? I mean, they're all kind of weird. They're all kind of weird. They're they start at the E's, they go down to the G's. The one that stands out to me is Elwood. Yeah, let's say Jake and Elwood oh, from Blues Brothers. Yeah, but I don't really know if there's a connection there, other than you know Animal House. Belushi was an Animal House. National Lampoons. I have no idea. There Could, might be. Let me ask you a question about this list. So we've got um, three E names, uh-huh. maybe maybe four, yep. four F names, yep. five G names. Yeah. Is this supposed to be the list for the entire world, uh, or think, is this the list for this street? Or it's got to be this, the list it's for this area because okay. they're in, they're in the Chicago land area. Okay, as I said last okay. week, uh, I'm from the Chicago land area. Yeah, um, so maybe this little suburb where they where they're from, you know. I gave Gary shit because I was like, "You said <laughs> Chicago land, and I didn't know Chicago land was a thing." Thing, man, <laughs> Chicago metropolitan area. I learned something. Mm-hmm. I learn something <laughs> i always thought dogs laid eggs uh yeah so you got about you know you got a handful of e f and g names and we can carry on here well i want to talk about that last lyric oh hip hip hooray oh yeah for christmas vacation yeah, yeah. tell me that does not yeah. suck that's what i'm saying that the beginning could have been ho 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 instead of it's that time or here we go because hip hip hooray i mean it doesn't get more 
cliche than that, right? Hip, hip hooray is something like when you're trying to, yeah, if you're trying to write something, hip, hip, and you're hooray like, for Christmas you, they're, vacation. they're just there. They're just like, we got da, 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 yeah. Christmas vacation. Yeah. What can we put in there? How hip, about hip, hip, hip hooray? hooray? Yeah. yeah. I mean, as cliche as it is, it they're going to pay it, us anyway. It's stuck in my head, and I've been saying it. I've been singing it all week, and it's pretty fun. So, well, okay, what would you replace hip, hip hooray with? Um, well, now I'm on the spot, but if I had time to think about what it. What a great day. It's Christmas vacation. That's, you can do that. that's better than hip, hip, hooray to me. What a great day. It's Christmas vacation. That's not, that's not too bad. Yeah. What do you say? It's Christmas vacation. Yeah, what do you it's say? Better, it's better talking. than hip, hip, yeah. hooray. I kind of like hip, hip, hooray, though. I don't know. Get out of my way. It's Christmas <laughs> vacation. Santa, get out of my way. Yeah, it's Christmas yeah. vacation. Here comes the sleigh. It's cr- oh, they already said sleigh, though. Santa's on his way. That so. doesn't stop them from saying time yeah, yeah. 107 times. The Yuletide is day. It's Christmas vacation. <laughs> love, that's the one. That's the one. And Prince. Yeah, I think we're done here. Um, while we're just talking about these lyrics real quick, and before we move on, we should mention that this is the first vacation movie that doesn't feature Holiday Road, that's which true. is their big theme song. The Lindsay Buckingham song. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it was replaced by this. Yeah. Yes. How does uh, that one go? Holiday Road. Yeah. Lindsay Buckingham of Fleetwood Mac fame. Speaking of difficult to work with. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, we won't, <laughs> that we won't get. Buckingham. Yeah. Um, so with. he was offered um, the option of writing the Christmas vacation theme and he turned it down because he didn't want to be known as like a soundtrack musician. Got it. Got it. That's Even though classic Buckingham. he was in Fleetwood Mac. Once yeah. you're in Fleetwood Mac, can you ever be known as anything other yeah. than... Oh, he, uh, other than Fleetwood Mac? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't Even, want to be pigeonholed. He, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the Buckster for you, you know? So so difficult. He's probably on the naughty list. <laughs> we wouldn't know because there's no Bs on this list. True. Yeah. It starts at E. Yeah. This is just his... You know, he's checked them all off too, by the way. So he's like had a pretty successful night up to this point, which is kind of... The um kind of contradictory to the way the rest of this goes. The bottom name is questionable. What's the matter with Goldberg? That's not that's a Jewish name. What is Santa doing go singing by the Jew houses? Not all Goldbergs are practicing Jews, do you think? Oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay. There's gotta be some. Okay. Right? Or maybe he's just like Listen, I have a buddy, his last name is Kaufman. Mm-hmm. You would assume that he is possibly Jewish, right? Yeah. Well, he's not. He's yeah. not at all. He's like Christian from Illinois. So, yeah. you know, so can't judge a book by its cover, or in this case, by their possi- um, mostly Jewish last name. What do we see there? So we got a close-up on more G names as he's scrolling the list, and we see Griswold, yes. finally. because uh, Unchecked. Because, yes, yes. So that's the next house he's got to stop at. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is it's, it's interesting that these credits are Santa- and not like some kind of like Griswold animation. Hmm. Do you ever do you, do yeah. you ever think that was weird? I always thought it was kind of weird well, that it's like it's it's so random. There's no Santa really like Yeah, yeah, true. But what's kind of funny about the movie, if you think about it in general, is that it ends on Christmas Eve. You, yeah. you never even make it to Christmas Day. Yeah. And they're like the whole thing is like this build up for Santa coming. So it's almost like in reverse. Like this Santa scene is happening after all of their, you know, all of their calamities and hijinks and whatnot. So that's the way I kind of pictured it. Is that like this is like the end of that, you know? Okay, that I don't makes know. Sense. Yeah, it, it, it's I just still, kind of a it's kind of a fun little thing. It just seems like more like an opening sequence for the Santa Claus. True, true. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I think it's just a nice little. You know how movies back in the day, old school movies used to have like the little opening cartoon. Yeah, this is kind of that, it's like Grease. Exactly, but that, <laughs> even even that was like not really a. This is like a story. It's like a full story. The Grease one was more like introduction to the characters, like getting ready for school or whatever. So 
I don't know. Well, uh, like, like we're talking about the, the ones that came out that year. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was all kind of about what happens in the movie. Yeah, yeah. This is this. I'm just saying, like, there's no Griswolds except for that. It's the Griswold yeah. home. I think this is, a, this is a nice aside. Uh-huh. It has nothing to do with the movie because the movie starts when they're singing "Follow La La" in the car. Yeah, this is just a fun little intro. Yes. to give you the vibe, give you the humor. Yeah, and yeah. and try and get a hit song, which they've done it. Done it. They did very well. Hip hip hooray! <laughs> hip hip hooray for the writers and Mavis Staples. The Yuletide is gay. <laughs> All right, so now we see the Griswold uh, mailbox. Yes. And it's Got some all icicles. Icicles and snowy. And it's Christmas Eve. It's dark. It's night. And here we go. Oh, and it's, sorry, I, I cut you off there. And the lyrics we missed there were Got a ton of stuff to celebrate. And that's where the jingling, the background singers come in right there. I love the jingling. They're great. Yeah. And got a bunch of stuff to celebrate? Maybe go Is back. Like- Maybe I, I think, oh, got a ton of stuff. I think Do you have a ton of stuff to celebrate? Or is it just Christmas? No, you got a ton of stuff. Like what? What else besides you're Christmas? Celebrating family or celebrating it's Christmas? Yeah, it's all Christmas, but it's still a ton of stuff. Let me ask you this: so There's the a ton movie of stuff involved the movie in the movie. I know we don't normally talk so much about the movie, but you and I love this movie, so we're gonna dive out of these yeah. credits a little bit. In the movie, there's an advent calendar that tells like what day it yeah. is. I think the in-laws come in on like the 14th or the 15th. It's very early. When does that ever happen? Yeah, that's really that bad. That is miserable. It's really bad. In the actual short story, uh-huh. pretty sure they arrive on Christmas Eve morning. I'm almost yeah. certain. Yeah. I'm pretty certain because that makes a lot more sense. Get there Christmas Eve because they have like a Christmas Eve dinner and they talk about that first and then it goes into Christmas Day. So I'm pretty sure that's a little more realistic than coming a full week and a half early. Are you sure they come that early? Is I it? think so. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Unless, unless like those those calendars, like, yeah, they yeah, just yeah. show that and then it like and it comes jumps later. And, yeah, because you don't I was, see, I was you don't see was, like 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th. I always thought it was like this 21st for some reason, but I don't know. I might have made that up. We'll have to, if you know, reach out I, to I us. I was watching it this week. When, I'm pretty sure that's what. When yeah. the family shows up, all the in laws, the grandparents, and what, and cousin Eddie, is it what date in December is that? Let us know on on Instagram Credit Score Podcast on Twitter. Credit score. Make sure you're getting that S at the end of credit. And my favorite email. I'll let you tell that one. Credit score podcast at gmail.com. I read every single one. He's never been and in that email. I always reply. No, he does not. <laughs> <laughs> the password is Griswold rule. Griswold's rule. <laughs> Grisman. <laughs> okay, let's Grisman. hear this lyric here. I go back a little bit because I want to. I think it's got a ton of stuff to celebrate. Now I think now, those lyrics are good. Got a ton of stuff to celebrate. Now it's getting closer. I can't wait. I like yes. that. That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah that's, that's great. That's As stuff. we see uh, Beverly D'Angelo's name. Yeah, uh, and the the camera is panning up the house. Yes, Beverly D'Angelo, of course, plays uh, the wife. Uh, what's her name? Griswold. Oh my God, <laughs> Ellen. 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 Yeah, Ellen yeah. Griswold. Christ, Ellen. Yeah. Jesus. I have to think. Oh. I have to think of quotes before I can think of it. Yeah. And she calls Clark Sparky. I don't she remember calls, that. She. Yeah, she yeah. calls Clark Sparky, and she kisses her finger and pushes it in his yeah. dimple in his chin, which I always... You love that? You wish you, you I have just, a dimple in your chin? I, I just thought, no, I don't have a dimple yeah, in my chin. Yeah, I just always thought it was... You think it was cute? Yeah, adorable as a yeah, child. very adorable. Yeah. Um, Christ, Dylan, I didn't plan this out. I could plan this out when he's stuck <laughs> under the truck. Um, all right, and we, we pan up. We see Santa uh, getting ready to possibly step on the, ch- on the, the roof here. Yeah. 
Um, and the reindeer didn't do him any favors. No, the, the sleigh could be parked a whole lot closer yes. or like on the top of the roof. Exactly. Right? Well, the, why did the reindeer, they're like well, out. I'm going to play it for a second so it pans up yeah. a bit. So it pans up. We see Randy Quaid's credit. Right above the reindeer. Uh, Randy Quaid, of course, is Cousin Eddie. He is Cousin Eddie. He has had a complete and total psychotic breakdown in the he last is, 10 his, years. His Twitter, if you go look at his Twitter, is terrifying. He is he has lost his... He's just off his rocker. He's lost his Some, marbles. Yes. Something happened. Something snapped. I read, I read a quote that Chevy Chase you know, worked with him not too long ago, or maybe ran it and said he just had no signs of any sort of, you know psychosis or breakdown or losing his mind mm-hmm. he's that sounds like something a narcissist would say that's true he probably didn't even know didn't <laughs> yeah, notice at all noticed, he was yeah. giving, he was giving him telltale signs yeah. <laughs> he was like yeah i'm really thinking about you know moving to fucking canada and running from the law and you know saying that i'm gonna get killed by what is he star whackers i think he said there's a bunch of crazy randy quaid shit out there but we saw his credit above the reindeer who look have you noticed how pissed the reindeer yeah, looked this entire out. time? Dude, well, I, I don't understand why the reindeer... They hate Santa, They apparently. hate Santa. Well, they're, I mean, his list was pretty checked off, right? And also, you know what? He They're like his slaves, almost. Like, they, he ties them up. He makes them fly around the world. Yep. You know, it's they're probably not happy. Yeah, but they, they don't they don't treat him... It's not, a, it's not your normal pet owner uh, situation. No. They are very pissed. And like you said, how far away are they from that roof? Yeah, like... like What's going to happen to Santa here? Of course it's going to happen because of where they parked. Exactly. Where they parked that sled. He's getting ready to... Santa's getting ready to take his step onto the roof, but he's getting ready to step uh, into a very precarious situation. Yeah, I'm going to go back so we can hear that lyric too. There. Gonna make this holiday perfect as can be. Okay. Gonna make this holiday as perfect as can be. Also nice. good, good, yeah, good Love lyric. It. What happened to Santa there? He went to step on the roof, but he's too far away, and he steps on some snow instead, and he just his foot goes right through. He falls, and the reindeer just immediately take off. They take off. Yeah, they, they leave don't him. even like go to help him or anything. They wanted this to happen. Exactly. Okay. As we see, Miriam Flynn's credit yep. on the screen. She is cousin Eddie's wife, right? Yes. What's yeah. her name? Uh, man, that's a great question. Cousin Eddie, I can't Daphne. remember. Daphne. You know, Mur- I, Mur- I, Muriel. I, I usually always pull these up, and I just completely forgot. Uh, I, Rocky. I know, I know most I of them. I name all the characters. Rocky is definitely <laughs> not her, but is in the movie. Well, while you're looking it up, let me ask you a question. So, this falling off the roof. Yes. I, you know, spoiler alert, this isn't going to be the only mishap Santa finds himself in in these credits. Doesn't he go to all sorts of houses... That's what Once I'm saying. Year, like he seems like this is the first time he's ever well, done this. Well, his list has been checked off. We just saw. Yeah. It. So like, he's has he had these problems at every single house? I don't think so. Well, he was kind of hesitant to step on that roof. Like these reindeers have been fucking me over. Or is it more? Or is it more just like this? The Griswolds just bring bad luck and bad fortune, and these hijinks and these this physical comedy slapstick. You know what I mean? What is it? Which came I don't first? know. No, I don't know. Or is it that? Yeah, maybe he's just terrified of these reindeer. He knows they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna set him up for failure. Well, also, here's another thing that I've noticed. Why is Santa portrayed as like an idiot a lot of the time <laughs> in movies? You've noticed that? Oh, because uh, the real one dies and Tim Allen has to take over. <laughs> well, yeah, so he that's fell off why. the roof like an idiot. Like this Santa. <laughs> exactly. Santa's always falling. Like, yeah. if he's always falling, can't, can't we come up with a different way to well, get inside? I will say that uh, an aloof and, and clumsy Santa is way better than the Santa in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Because that guy was a fucking asshole. That's true. Have you watched that recently? That's true, yeah. That yeah. Santa He's is very mean. mean. Yeah. He is mean as hell. Well, maybe this is 
these reindeer watched Rudolph and they don't like the <laughs> They're Santa. taking it out. Yeah. 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 Uh, by the way, her me. name is Catherine. Miriam Flynn is Catherine. We were we, way I off. Know, I know. We, way off. I'm mad at myself. Just wait and see this Christmas vacation. Just wait and see it's Christmas vacation. Just wait and see this Christmas vacation. Okay. And we got, so we're down on the ground now and Santa has fallen into a pile of snow. Yeah, a big old drift of snow. And he's, for some reason, just immediately cold as hell, which doesn't really happen when you fall in snow and you're already outside. You know what I mean? He also lives in the North Pole. Exactly. So it's a little, it's a little inaccurate, I would think. But, you know, not here to nitpick too much. I mean, we are here to nitpick, but not too much. Yeah. But yeah, he oh, that's all, Gary. That's all I mean, we're here maybe, to do. Gary, <laughs> that's the point of this show. Oh, nitpick. really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. But yeah, he's so cold. He's he's. You can hear his teeth chattering. He's got the icicles on his nose and his hat. And we saw two credits. We saw William Hickey, and now we're seeing May uh, Quistel. They play uh, Aunt Bethany is May and Uncle or is it Frank? What is? No, it's not Frank. No, that's no, no, from no. Home Alone. Oh yeah, you're right. Hang on, see. That's a good question. Bethany. I, well, Bethany. Bethany always steals the movie for me. Yeah, uh, of course. I mean, he's great oh, too. We but... should know. We should know. Lewis. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. These names. Yeah. I, if I had, if I ran through the script in my head, I would know. So more. what's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> my tree. <laughs> what did you do to my tree? Uh, they. Yeah, they're the best part. Yeah, for, in my opinion, like like Aunt Bethany is my favorite part. Aunt of this Bethany movie. steals the show. Aunt Bethany, by the way, was based on Aunt Hazel in the short story. Uh-huh. We we'll go back to that. Um, and very, the characters are very similar. However, uh, if we're going to go to the short story, you know, in this movie, she electrocutes or the, she brings her cat. Cat's electrocuted her on the couch. In the short story that John Hughes originally wrote, she packed up her dachshund dog, her little dog, and the dog got oh, electrocuted under the they couch. Changed they changed it from a dog to a, dog cat, to a cat. Because people hate cats and love dogs. Exactly. And <laughs> I also read that the cat scene almost got cut from the movie. They didn't want it. They thought it was too, you know, animal rights stuff, too insensitive. But test audiences fucking lost their shit over the cat getting electrocuted once again because cats getting hurt is apparently funny. And this was also May Twistel's last movie. Yes, last she movie. Uh, most famously was the voice of Betty Boop and Olive Oil yep. in the Popeye indeed, cartoons. Indeed, she had a long. But again, this movie not about that. Yeah, every every single line she has is hilarious. And William Hickey is Rusty still in the <laughs> Navy. <laughs> Don't throw me down, clock. <laughs> this house uh, is bigger than the old one. William Hickey is also in a pretty big Christmas movie. Do you know what Christmas movie I'm thinking the of? The original um, Miracle on 34th Street? Uh, he could be, actually. I don't think that's right, though. But he's the voice of uh, Dr. Finkelstein. I think that's the name. Finkelstein in uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a long time, so I was taking some eggnog over very, here. Very distinct voice. Yeah. What's the matter with you? Yeah. Hey, why don't you be a dip my stogie? What's the, oh, if you're not doing anything. You and I both sound like Adam Sandler <laughs> when we try to do that voice. <laughs> do our eight crazy nights impressions here pretty soon. <laughs> God. This old house. This old house. Uh, we get Diane Ladd and John Randolph. Those here. are two of the grandparents. Yes. Clark's parents. Uh, that's right. Nora and Clark Sr. Yes. Uh, Diane Ladd is famous for being whose mom? Do you know? Laura Dern. There you go. Yeah, cool. we did the same research here. Yeah. Wow. We're good. Yeah. We're good. I, did We're you good. know that before you... you... I, I did, actually. Oh, okay. I, I knew that. Yeah. 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 So yeah, she's... I, yeah. Uh, I'm a huge Dern. With Bruce Dern. I'm that's a, yeah, Laura yeah. Dern's their daughter. I'm a Derny. Um, are you not a Derny? I, I, yeah, I've always been a Derny. <laughs> 
I'm Bruce or, or Laura? Bruce. I'm a double dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a double dirty. Double up on the dirt. Oh, man. I love him. Love him. She's actually fantastic in uh, Marriage Story, by the way. Laura Dern. She, oh, I she plays the lawyer in the in the movie. Uh-huh. She's, it, it's just it's great. It's great stuff all around. She's great on Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. She's great in Jurassic she, Park. Uh-huh, yeah, Is yeah. she ever bad? <sighs> the only movie I could ever think of that she was bad that I saw was that fucked up David Lynch movie, or, um, Inland Empire. Or uh-huh. it's ter- yeah. terrible. But that, that's that's neither here nor there. This, this uh, is about these opening credits. Keep David Lynch in mind because I've got a little David Lynch oh, something other coming up later, wow. which is wow. interesting that you brought him up. So Diane Ladd, who plays Chevy Chase's mom in this movie, mm-hmm. w- is only eight years older than Chevy Chase. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought she looked kind of young, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 They definitely like kind of put some makeup on her and yeah. Uh, so the lyrics that we missed were, this old house. That's it. That's all she said. As and- we see, Santa is kind of like looks up and he's uh, got this snowman towering over him yes. a snowman all done up like frosty and we're about to get to a part where the lyrics actually do kind of match up here so listen carefully sure is looking good got ourselves the finest snowman in the neighborhood there you go okay got ourselves the finest snowman in the neighborhood after she says this old house sure is looking good and what credits did we see there, Gary? We saw uh, E.G. Marshall and Doris Roberts. Those are uh, Ellen's parents in the yes. movie. Uh, Doris Roberts is famous, obviously, for being on Everybody Loves Raymond and a bunch of other stuff that you would recognize her from. I think she was on Everybody oh. Loves Raymond. 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 <laughs> Raymond. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Br- uh, Brad. What was his uh, name? That's a good question. It is Brad something. Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and E.G. Marshall, best known for... Uh, I have no idea. I don't either. <laughs> I was hoping you'd have some. But he is awesome. He's Art, who <laughs> has maybe my favorite line in the whole movie where he says, I have to eat and take my back pill, which I say all the time when I'm hungry. Gotta eat! Take my back pill! Yeah. Uh, let's see what he's from. 12 Angry Men. He was one of the jurors in that movie, which is actually a really awesome movie, the 1957 version. He was the president in Superman 2. He was a character in the movie Nixon in 1995. But you know he's art in this movie, so this is a bunch of bunch of big movies. Actually, there you go, E.G. Marshall. I'm done. I fell asleep. There oh, for sorry, a about sorry, that. sorry. Okay, and of course, Doris oh, yeah. Roberts is great. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and what's Santa doing here? Santa is he he was putting on the buttons of the snowman, like the or the charcoal, I guess. One of the coal fell out yeah. of the yeah, and so he's picking it up and he's going to replace it because that's his mission right now. Uh, yeah, shouldn't he be focused he's, on getting inside? He gets. Hey. Don't you ever get sidetracked, Raymond? <laughs> I don't know who that is. I don't either, but I love it. That's Randy Newman. <laughs> all, all of my TV impressions turned into Randy Newman. His name is Brad Garrett, by the way. Oh, yeah, I knew it was. I knew it was Brad something. Jesus Christ, Raymond! <laughs> now do Doris Roberts. <laughs> oh gracious, Raymond! Nope. Nope. Not even close. Nope. Not it. Okay, what's Santa going to do here, Gary? Uh, he's going to pick up the charcoal. We also had two more credits right after that. Yes, the kids. Yes. Audrey and Russ, who we know now as Juliette Lewis and Johnny Delecki. Yes. Well, two, I guess we knew uh, them back then, too. Very successful actors. Very successful. This was, I'm pretty sure this was Juliette Lewis's first big movie. Yeah, she was 15. Yeah. He was 14. I think so. Right Something around the like same that? age. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he, I mentioned it earlier, also starred in Prancer that same year. Oh. He was in Prancer, which came out like two weeks before Christmas Vacation. Yeah. And then so, he, of course, went on to... He was in Roseanne. He was in Roseanne, went on to obviously Big Bang Theory nowadays. 
but uh one of the highest paid tv actors yes, of all time which is just absolutely insane but yeah but man he had a great 1989 though huh and I oh, read yeah. I read an article that he like absolutely cherished this movie. Like he just loved every single day. He remembers every day on set. He learned a lot about comedy. Chevy Chase was really nice to him. Blah blah blah. So there's one person who likes Chevy Chase. Johnny, yeah, maybe he's nice to kids or something. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah. As nice to kid, like like Joe Biden or something. Like nice to kids like that. Like no, no not like creepy. <laughs> nice <laughs> okay. to kids. This is a nice guy to yeah, kids. Yeah, 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 I could see that. All right. So he puts the Santa puts the charcoal back on the snowman as the lyrics say. Did I say these lyrics yet? Same yeah, I'm again, getting sidetracked with by Brad Garrett facts. Uh, <laughs> this uh, doubt ourselves to find a snowman in the neighborhood. Yeah, I did say that. Okay, that rhyme or ain't that, it, that ain't it fun? Yep, always on the run. It rhymes and it matches up with the action on the screen. It makes sense with the action, but what does that have to do with Christmas Vacation overall? Um. You're always on the run during Christmas vacation. It's, I, I you think are? It's, yeah. Why, why are you always on the run? You're having fun. You're like running around with your friends. You're building snowmen. You're shopping. This, hus- movie, this movie. Hustle and bustle. This movie, they leave their house like once. Yeah. <laughs> Clark doesn't even make it <laughs> They're out. not always on the run. Clark, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't have anything to do with this movie. It's Christmas vacation. Do you remember what Christmas vacation was when you were a kid? It was fun. I'm Jewish, Gary. You still had Christmas vacation. <laughs> That was hot. That was winter break. What Gary. did you guys call you have it? To be PC. You had to call it. You called it winter break growing up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we called it. Growing it up. was yeah. probably called Christmas vacation. Well, in my neighborhood in Illinois, <laughs> it was called Christmas vacation, and you were happy to be on it. And that's what this song is referring to: Christmas vacation. I don't. I don't agree with always it's on the not, run. It's not referring. I think it works for Santa running away from this giant uh, snowman that has now falling over. Hustle and bustle. You got to get presents. You got to go see family. If you're, you gotta if make you're trips. smart, the presents have already been taken care of by Christmas and, and vacation. And it's like for kids. It's kids on the run. They're running around with their friends. They're building snowman. They're throwing snowballs. You're always on the run, man. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I absolutely. When was have. the last time you ran? <laughs> <laughs> I went for a jog a couple of nights ago, and my feet. Really you know really who's hurt. always on the run? Todd and Margo. True, true. There you see, there yeah. you go. Okay, them. They're Christmas vacation. Sure. Okay. Uh, while we brought up Todd and Margo, they're not in these credits, but that's of course Julie Louis Dreyfus. Yeah. And Todd is one of the guests. Christopher Guest's brother. Yeah. Which I did not I know until Nicholas I was like, Guest, yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Christopher Guest, of course, the. Uh, He's popular as shit for all makes those the movies. mockumentaries. Yeah, mockumentaries. Spinal yeah. Tap. And, yeah. Uh, and, uh, Waiting for Guffman. There you go. Best yeah. in show. Best in show. That's he was uh, the. Six fingered man in Princess Bride. Per- boom. Yeah. But Christopher Guest is not in these credits. So let's carry on, Max. And uh, what else can I say about Christopher <laughs> Guest here? <laughs> oh, by the way, as Santa is on the run, like we all are during Christmas vacation, nope. Uh, we see casting by Risa Bramone. I've never seen that name before in my life. Risa, like Lisa with an, with an R, uh, Billy Hopkins, and Heidi Levitt. Yes. There you go. Good, good reading. Shout out to especially Risa. For your name. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. it. That's how it's done on Christmas vacation. All right. We saw costume designer Michael Kaplan. Yes. And we got the lyrics, that's how it's done on Christmas vacation. As the, as the snowman's head is like avalanching, rolling down the hill towards Santa. And you hear his little pitter-patter of his feet. The cartoon like. Yeah. little little uh, Fred Flintstone. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And he's and now we see that he's uh, heading into the house, or kind of, because we see the chimney. A little teaser for what he's about to do there. And that is how it's done on Christmas vacation. Let months. me ask you a question here. 
So we see the chimney. Yes. Gary, what color are those lights? Those are Christmas lights, multicolored. Right. Okay. Gary's had issues with Christmas lights in never, the past. Never. Uh, in a lot of our episodes, he thinks just like white lights are Christmas lights, like lights you see like on a patio at a restaurant. Yeah, they usually are. They're not, they're not Christmas yeah, lights. Yeah, well, specifically. they're celebrating they're Christmas. Like twinkly lights. They're celebrating Christmas but year round. I, that's not my issue here. My issue is this is supposed to be the Griswold's home, right? Yeah. What What is the Griswold home most famous for? All the lights. What color are those lights? White. These are all multicolored Christmas lights in this opening. It's supposed to be the Griswold's home. But we home. have never really seen their chimney. Maybe maybe the white lights are off, but the chimney is colored. Okay. This is on the roof of the house, too, in this sequence, I'm pretty those sure. Those little lights aren't twinkling. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for noticing, Art. <laughs> all I'm saying is, why don't they make it the the classic You know, you know why? Because in animation, the, the multicolored lights look better. When yeah. they're off. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. they can. I think these bulbs could be white. Okay. Yeah. You're, man, you're you're really you're really I'm pissing a me off. I'm a you're stickler. Really, really, I think this uh, this booze has gotten to you. You're you're an angry. Drunk. I guzzled that eggnog. Yeah, you did. And I'm just like. I actually don't love eggnog all that much, so I'm, I'm nursing mine. But. I'm like your angry uncle. Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. I, I. There's no yeah. filter anymore. Yeah. I'm just gonna ruin Christmas for he's, you. He's gonna start talking about the immigration here pretty soon. <laughs> I'm a little worried. <laughs> We saw more lights. We did. And you're right. They're all multicolored. Or there's some white ones, but... And we also saw music by Angelo uh, Badalamenti. Yep. He does the score. He does the score. And this is when you said David Lynch. He has worked on pretty much every David Lynch project. And he is most well known for for doing Twin Peaks. That so you know that. Oh, I knew I recognized that name. Yeah. Okay, that I fucking love Twin Peaks by the way. Yeah. Well, so I think I did. Uh, I didn't like the new the new one, but I think uh the director wanted a non-comedy musician to, to score this movie. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's cool. Man, Twin Peaks, those are some opening credits we should do eventually. Oh, totally. Boom. Boom boom. Or maybe we can just have you yeah, do boom. that. <laughs> Boom, boom. Okay, that's quite enough of that. <laughs> I'm going to go back a little all bit right. here. Uh, the lyrics that we missed were or, are going to say here, let's all deck the halls and light the lights. You're supposed to do the jingle lanes there. But anyways, let's go. Yeah. Let's all deck the halls and light the lights. What happens as it says See, light I, the lights? I, I like that. Light yeah. the lights. Santa puts his hand in a broken bulb. That electrocutes him worse than any person could prob- possibly survive. <laughs> but he's um, Santa, so he's got magic powers. Again, d- doesn't he know about this? Doesn't this stuff happen? I'm telling you, it only happens with the Griswolds. Okay. That's 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 the theme. Okay. okay. Santa's had a... He's at the last... You know, it's just like one of those when you have like a rough day and you're tired and you're like, oh, I still get through this one thing and it ends up being the hardest thing. You know what I'm saying? You think this is the last house on his... On uh, his it was on his list? He's only in the G's. True. He's maybe got a long maybe way in, to that, go. in that block. Yeah, yeah. And the reindeer are already like fucking done with them. So he's, yeah. he's in trouble. He's yeah. in trouble. Uh, I love how you can see. Okay. So when, when Santa gets electrocuted, the animation like turns into like uh, an x ray and you can see all of his bones that yeah, are yeah. crudely, crudely drawn. <laughs> yeah. And there's this like weird skeleton head in a, a, a star above his head. Yeah. What is that? I have no what's, idea. What's electrocuted there that's another like skull? And like a little body came out of him? I don't know. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> or maybe he had like an animal in his Christmas bag of toys. It, it died too. I don't know. It's really weird. Oh, maybe it was the cat. There you go. Get a toasty fire burning bright. 
Get a toasty fire burning bright. Yep, that's nice. Jingling away. And we saw the editors were, I forget their names already. Here we go. Jerry Greenberg and Michael Stevenson. Shout yeah. out to the editors. As we're now, we're now looking up. We're inside the chimney. We're looking up and Santa peers down. Yep. Again, he's looking like he's never seen a chimney before. True. It, it does look like it's a shot to him. He looks very scared. Yeah. yeah. And you think he's done in many, many chimneys. Yeah. You're right. There, there are some, there's some flaws to the, the, uh, the logic here on this, on these okay. credits. Now but. let's get to immigration. <laughs> <laughs> Here's why Trump building the wall is a good thing. <laughs> Oh, Uncle Lewis. <laughs> Get my stogie. <laughs> okay, production designer Stephen Marsh as Santa kind of kicks his leg up and gives us some butt crack. Yeah, you got you got to go back because there's a fart sound there that I always really, really <laughs> okay, enjoy. Let's yeah. see if that'll translate as, well as, here. As Santa's squeezing into the tiny chimney hole, his butt crack shows and you can hear a little fart sound. It's not a fart. It's like, I know. It's him squeezing I know it's chimney. not a fart, but when I was a kid, I always thought Santa just farted. Yeah. And I, I love um, it. So I, I read that the animators had put like the butt crack in and they weren't sure if they were going to get approved or oh anything. Oh my God. That's and hilarious. And it just kind of like, no one really No like, one cared at it's all. It's so quick. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I think it's great. It's funny as hell. Yeah. It's very subtle. Um, so then he I, squeezes. My butt crack's always showing. Okay. Uh, get, get off my couch, Gary. <laughs> it's good right now. Actually. Oh, you know, let me test. Okay. No, stop, stop, let me stop. Test. Okay. Let me dig. Um, production designer Stephen Marsh, mm-hmm. and he's uh, Santa sc- going. Sc- <laughs> I thought you were going to say Santa scrotum there for a second. Santa's, Santa's sc- Matt just had a lot of rum, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of eggnog, a lot of nog, um, squeezing down the, ch- <laughs> the chimney. <laughs> oh, and I think another fart sound's coming. Hit play. <laughs> okay. So Double Santa gets kind of like stuck in the middle of the chimney. We get a shot of him. Because his toy bag is too big. Right. Um, so he starts pulling on it, and then it cuts back to the outside where the bag is at stuck at the top, and he pulls it, and he gets, we get a little, little squirt noise. <laughs> <laughs> You're slurring like bad Santa. Yeah, you hear the little fart sounds that I love. And he destroys the chimney because he pulls too hard. The, the chimney is broken The now. chimney is obliterated. And because, we, again, he's never been down a chimney for some reason with these toys. Like I said, maybe it's just the Griswold house. You know what? In the Santa Claus, they show that it goes, it just like kind of forms and fits Magic, down yeah, magically. Yeah. 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 Well, that's a stupid movie. Uh, <laughs> that is a great movie. <laughs> and we see the director of photography, Thomas Ackerman, on the credits right now. As we're about ready to head into the house. The Finally. Group. Yeah. So he lands in the fireplace, uh-huh. followed by a fart noise as the bag comes down, and then a brick hits him in the head too. Yep, because he broke the chimney. And the oh, sorry. After the jingling of lanes, we heard "Give Saint Nick the warmest welcome that he's ever had." We're so glad it's Christmas vacation. And there's um, and, okay. And I have a problem with this because. Yeah. The give St. Nick the warmest welcome that he's ever had would be hilarious if it matched up with what happens right now, but it's a little off because he's Santa's getting ready to have a hilarious moment here where he gets his butt burned. Yes, because um, again, he's clearly never been in a fireplace before. <laughs> let's watch the rest, but it doesn't match up with the let's give him the warmest welcome that he ever had. That's I mean. And when the nights are peaceful and serene. And when the nights are peaceful and serene, uh-huh. 
he accidentally <coughs> kicks the gas on on the fireplace. His, yeah, with his foot. Yep. Um, and burns his butt. True, but I, to be honest, I don't. I mean, that's what it looks like, but it really it looks like the only thing that got burnt was his hat, like the the ball on his stocking cap. Okay. Because like immediately he's fine. Like he walks away and his his toy bag's not damaged or okay. anything. So. It looks like his butt got burned, but really, I think it was just like the back of his hat. I would have liked if they put like Santa's butt got burned in the <laughs> lyrics or something like that. I just, it, I just would have liked it better if it would have matched up for "Give Him the Warmest Welcome" because that's like subtle. Well, you know? like, like some, well, because well, it's like, it's yeah, it's got to be subtle. It can't be like that yeah. direct, but like maybe like Santa's ass is hot. No, no, that can no. Be a few things. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like where this is going okay. at all. Max has had way too much drum or rum. Everybody, <laughs> I always, I always go to the mall and hit on Santa yeah. after I've had a few eggnogs. <laughs> and I always thought it would have been funny here if when he, if he did turn around and his whole back was like scorched and you could see his like burnt ass. That would be great. Yeah, I mean, you might, I don't know, like it a little bit too much, but <laughs> I love a scorched ass. <laughs> Like gets you going, <laughs> especially Santa Storch ass. Uh, anyways, when the night is peaceful and serene, let's carry on. We can cuddle up and do our Christmas dreaming. Nice Mavis Staples. Serene. Yeah. We can cuddle up and do our Christmas dreaming. Yeah. Serene kind of rhymes with dream, and they just add the in at the end. Uh, I know stretch. it's a little it's a little rough. It's a stretch. What and, would okay. you put there? We can cuddle up and. Do Maybe you, finger, put a finger in my jeans or something. How do you want to? What do you? <laughs> how do? You, how do you want to rhyme it? Yes, <laughs> I like that very and much. And when the nights are peaceful and serene, we can cuddle up, and you put a finger down my jeans. <laughs> there, okay. I think we can rewrite. We need to rewrite this whole thing. <laughs> All right. He, so Santa sees the Christmas tree. He's triumphant. He walks up to it. He's feeling good. He starts putting presents. And then this little ornament, like this uh, nutcracker type ornament, I guess. I don't know what the hell it is. It has a little cannonball or a cannon blaster. Yeah. And it, it all right, we can play. That boing sound right yeah. there. It hits Santa right in the face. The cannon so, shoots. Uh, like, like a ball yeah. pops out of the cannon. Yeah, like a little mini, a little mini uh, BB, I guess. But it's bigger than that. Yeah. Yeah. Where can I get one of those ornaments that shoots bouncy balls? I really want one of those. Because you were looking at my tree earlier. Yeah. What I wouldn't give for something to like have hit you in the face. (laughs) (laughs) That would be pretty like like a dad a dad ornament. But you know what? That's that's a great idea because people do always go like look at ornaments on a tree. Wouldn't it be great if something like fired? You could hit a button. Yeah, 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 that'd be awesome. Great. I, I do want that ornament. That would be awesome to have. I mean, you would lose the ball immediately, but still, I want that. The lyrics have moved on. To peace and joy and love are everywhere, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm going to go back. Okay. So we get peace and love and joy are everywhere, yep. jingalingaling, as we see a shot of the stairs and like a light upstairs turns on. Someone has heard something because the, the ornament just shot Santa in the face. So that's what woke, that's what woke him up? Yeah, had to have been. You hear how loud that boing was? Okay, like, the chimney <laughs> the chimney broke off of the roof. <laughs> yeah, but that was outside. All right, it's soundproof. I think that's the only thing that had to have woken him up because Santa's been very quiet <laughs> inside. Yeah, and the fire was blazing too, by the way. But that doesn't wake you up until yeah. it's no. I'm telling you, it was the ball. It was the ornament. No, that's too quiet. It what was the a. What do you think it was? I, the chimney. No, it wasn't the chimney. Why did he just turn the light on? 
because stumbling you, around. Okay, what happens when you hear a noise? You and your your wife, you go like she goes. Go, oh, Gary, fuck, I heard babe. something. Yeah, and you guys go back and forth. You don't want to go down there, but she's going to tell okay. you to go down there. It's, okay. it takes a little. Maybe while. it was the chimney. Yeah, yeah maybe that's what I think it was. They fair, were, fair they've enough. been talking about it for a while. Fair enough. And now uh, and now uh, Clark has his baseball bat because every man you has know, the baseball bat. Out of all the critics that the we've we've overanalyzed, you really didn't. Fired up for this it's one. It's the eggnog. Yeah, exactly. And we see executive producer Maddie Simmons. Yep. There's a name. Maddie Maddie Simmons? That's, that's, that's a nice name. I like it. Maddie. No one over the age of eight should be allowed to call themselves Maddie. What about uh, just any name? What about Jimmy or Billy or Timmy? That's different. I think there's something about Maddie. Like once you turn nine, you lose the there's Y. A, there's a Maddie that I worked with. He's a nice guy. Tell him his <laughs> name is Matt. Officially. Starting Matt tomorrow. one T. You don't even deserve the second T. Yeah. Um, all right, so Santa is, looks very concerned now because the light has kicked on. And what happens next? You can feel the magic in the air. You can feel the magic in the air. With the jingling. That kind of works with this, with yeah. what happens here. Okay, so what happens on the screen there? Uh, Santa busts out his candy cane, like walkie-talkie looking thing, and he signals the reindeer that he's in trouble. And they... They're like I guess one of them has it on his nose. Is that supposed to be Rudolph? It's not red though. So I know. They so probably what's the deal? Maybe yeah. they couldn't rip it off or something. They couldn't. They Is couldn't. Rudolph trademarked? I maybe. I don't know. Okay. Uh, maybe in '89 he was. And they the reindeer just roll their eyes. They're yeah. like, oh Jesus. Okay, so he gets this candy cane that's like a walkie-talkie. Yeah. And it that. makes, but but it makes their nose. It, it must be a signal. Yeah. It, it, like like a distress Should, signal. Shouldn't he just like push a button? Why does he have to like speak into it? Maybe maybe it's a distress signal, and it also it has a little maybe he's got a little thing in his ear. It does look like it has maybe a little earpiece in or something. But yeah, okay. But like you said, they couldn't be more pissed off. No, that they're, they're like, so annoyed. They're just flying around like, oh, this is actually no Santa. This is great. Yeah, it's nice. And now we have to go pick this stupid fat ass up. Yeah. Uh, we see written by John Hughes. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. Who we already talked about. We can move on. Yeah, that's true. R.I.P. John Hughes. <laughs> He's dead, right? Yeah, he is dead. Yeah, except for um, all of your racist characters. <laughs> Side note, John Hughes, uh, when I did a little digging into that short story that he wrote uh, called Christmas 59, which, by the way, they, they gave a shout out to in the movie. When Chevy Chase is watching the old movies, there's, uh-huh. a, there's a, a film reel that says Christmas 59. Mm. Anyways, uh, I read the whole actual short story this week, and he is very racist toward Asians, John oh, Hughes. No. Yeah. Oh no. Well, John I mean, Hughes. sixteen sixteen candles had a very stereotypical yeah. That's what long, I'm saying. Long okay. duck dong or whatever. Okay. Anyway, oh, John. There's a lot of like, yeah. I mean, it's no worse than Christmas Story when they go to the Chinese restaurant, fa yeah. ra ra and all that stuff. Yeah. So, anyways, John Hughes it's all uh, bad. wrote a lot of good movies, but you know, he may have been canceled if he was living today. Possibly. That's just the reality of it. And uh, but I love this movie. Let's carry on. Let the spirit of the season carry us away. <laughs> what happened in that little sequence there? <laughs> so Santa must have gotten the the signal that he was good to go or to leave, and the reindeer were there. And he shows off his incredible leaping skills by running and like trampolining off the couch. How do you trampoline off a couch? I, I don't know. I want to try it though. Maybe that maybe couches back then were just more cushy or more it was uh, all spring, more springy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he spring uh, trampolines off the couch, 
But of course he misses his mark because he was going to go he out. He was going for a window. Yeah, like a, like a roof window. Which the Griswolds don't have. They had a weird attic, but you're right. Yeah. But he misses and goes through the roof. Mm-hmm. Blasts through that. And now he's using his little candy cane thing contraption. Or this might be a regular candy cane, actually. And he's caught a string of lights. And he's getting ready to like zip line down to the reindeer. Yes. And we heard the lyrics. Let the spirit of the season carry us away. And then your favorite, hip hip hooray for Christmas vacation. I hate that. And I hate that it's repeated too. Hip hip hooray for Christmas vacation. Can you tell? I know what to do when I want to piss you off now. Just say hip hip hooray for Christmas vacation. You can just say hip hip hooray. I hate that saying <laughs> as is. It angers me. Uh, can you tell why I'm on team yes, Todd and Margo I, I now? I can. I am not on team Todd and Margo. Yeah. I'm team Clark and Ellen. Yeah. Well, you kind of are like if if I if I could mash clark and cousin eddie together i think that's you oh wow, that's the <laughs> nicest thing anyone's ever said to me <laughs> as he takes a swig of beer <laughs> what were those little noises Gary? uh that, like i said santa was zip lining down the string of lights and he was destroying every light on his way down and, it was going, and we get a close-up of all the reindeer the pissed off beer, reindeer just yeah. so annoyed and I think that had to have been Rudolph, or at least supposed to be, because he's like one in front. So, yeah. Yeah. Rudolph with just a light bulb on his yeah. nose. Oh, yellow. A, re- a regular, yeah. yeah. Like an Edison hey, early, early light bulb. That's from fine. The, yeah. That's fine. Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. Everyone listening, this is the part that's going to be in your head for the rest yep. of rest yep. of the week, at least. Uh, and now we've cut away to like an overview shot of the house, and we see produced by John Hughes and Tom Jacobson. Again, the house... There's just lights on the chimney, but maybe not they, maybe they else. turned off the lights. You would see them. And by the way, I think if you go back, uh, there's a mistake. I think th- I could be wrong, but the hole in the roof was on the other side. I thought. No, that's where he. That's Is where it? he came out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. well, that's fair. Right. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. And we finally get directed by Jeremiah Chechik. I think it's Chechik. Yeah. 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 As now we've got the big moon again. And back to where we started. And Santa's leaving the Griswold house. Yeah. But he's hanging kind of like off the back of the sleigh. Yep. You can see that he's not on. And the reindeer don't give a shit. Yeah. And that's how it ends with the, uh, the repetitive Christmas vacation. The next thing that you would see if we were to continue would be the Griswold station wagon. We'll listen a little bit just to hear okay, this, sure. this, this Christmas vacation. And get it stuck in everyone's head. And Mavis goes, ah, ha, ha. You're so glad it's Christmas vacation. Yeah. And then it goes into the opening scene of the movie. Yep. Opening scene. The Griswolds yeah. driving on that snowy road. And those are the opening credits um, to Christmas Vacation. Jeremy Chechik. Just a yes. real quick. Oh, yes. Real quick circle back on him. He was known for like directing music videos. Uh-huh. Um, somehow he landed this role. I have no idea. Like you said, other ones, maybe other directors backed out or whatever. Uh, he won. Actually, check that. He was nominated for a Razzie. Oh, no. In 1998. Oh, so no. He, he kind of had like a little bit of a, I don't know. He, he didn't really do much after Christmas Vacation. He did some stuff. But he nominated or he directed the movie The Avengers. Not the one you're thinking of. No, I know. I remember you're thinking this of the one. like Ralph Fiennes and Ray Fiennes, Ray, yeah, whatever. Uh, Angelina and, Jolie. Uh, no, Uma no. Thurman. Uma Thurman. Yeah, Uma Thurman. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He was nominated for a Razzie, but he lost because I forget there was a worse movie that year. Sean Connery. I, I cannot remember what it was. I think Sean Connery. Yeah, was yeah, I think so. I yeah, think it so. was. It was based on like it was like a British TV series or something. Yeah, not, it wasn't you know Marvel. And but. I shit you not, after that was in '98, I believe. 
After that, he didn't do another thing for like nine years. And then he like and then he directed the Bronx is Burning, which was like a document or which was a not a documentary. It was a show or a movie or a TV movie about the, like the Yankees and the Son of Sam that summer in '78 or something like that. Uh, but then since then he's had kind of a TV career. He did like Burn Notice and some other stuff that he's done. But meanwhile, Chris, Chris Columbus, who dropped out, went on and just yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, a little, little poor one out for uh, Jeremiah Chechik for the Avengers. But at least he didn't win the Razzie. Somebody I'll, else. Somebody I'll finish else. my eggnog for Jeremiah. There you go. Somebody else beat him. So there you go. There's the credits. Should we do our highlights and lowlights? I think that's yeah. That's what we should do right you, now. You go first. I went first for bet Santa last week. My favorite moment by far is the subtle butt crack that we see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny because I had my highlight wrote down fart sounds question uh-huh. question mark. I wasn't okay. I wasn't quite ready to to commit to that. But I also my favorite part also is the uh, is the annoyed reindeer faces throughout. I think that's funny. Yeah, the I wanna, butt crack. Is I really want to show dope. you. I, I screenshot that uh, <laughs> butt crack. I'm showing Gary right now, and I'm going to post it on our socials. I like it. It's just it's, and it's the, great. The fart sound that is my highlight, even though it's not a fart sound, is right after this butt crack part. So, um, what's your least favorite moment? My least favorite moment is just the repetitive. It starts off right at the very beginning. The time, time, time. She says time way too many times at the beginning. Uh, uh, I bet you can guess what my least favorite moment is. It is the uh, all of the stuff that doesn't make sense. I, I, like, <laughs> yes, but uh, it's the hip hip hooray. Oh I yeah, do, yeah, I don't yeah. like of that course, at all. Of course, I, I don't mind the hip hip hooray. I don't, well. I don't like yeah. it. I don't. That's like fine it. with me. Yeah. That's fine with me. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I have. That, I mean, just the times, just the repetitive times. I'm looking to see if I had anything else. Oh, I, I my other highlight was when it was when the lyrics line up with the action, just in general, when the snowman especially. So that was that was a highlight. Um, and that's it for my highlights and lowlights. So now we move into a part where just this once we'll ask the question. We we're, oh this is a this is a one time thing. Yeah, it's yeah, never just, happened. Just, just this once. This just is not this, a recurring segment this a on Christ, this podcast. A special Christmas thing. Yeah. Would these credits be better with a lion? No, Gary, don't make a noise. Tr- ah. right. Yes. Would these credits be better with a lion? I'm just going to say that we came up with this segment in our Adams Family episode. Yep. Go listen to that episode. It's a it's a fun one. Yeah, it's probably like episode five, four, six, four, somewhere around there. Three, two, yeah. one. It was early on. Yeah. It was early on. Yeah, we were so young. Many moons we ago. We were so vivacious. Many moons. Yeah. I say 100% these credits will be better with a lion. Okay. I would... Uh, replace that hack rudolph with a red-nosed lion you son of a bitch yeah. that's exactly what i was gonna say i want a live action red-nosed I, I, lion I, I i mine wasn't live action i want to be mine want to oh, be no. animated yeah i think live action is better my, well, how about how about we compromise and do like a lion king 2019 thing the other <laughs> i liked it yeah 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 my other idea even because since you stole mine i had a backup idea I thought uh, maybe he goes in, and since he's having such a disastrous time in the house, there's just a pet lion like sleeping near the Christmas tree that just kind of like wakes up and to scare the shit out of him, and maybe that's why he runs out of the Did house. Did he end up in the Adams family's house? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe the house is a museum. Uh, so that's where, yes, better with a lion, of course. Of yes, course. pretty much always. All right, is. Max. I know you got some Christmas treats for me. Yeah, this so. is the part of the podcast where we like to dive into some uh, covers and whatnot and some other treats uh, that have to do with treats. Christmas vacation. So, first of all, I've got a few covers of the song for you, Gary. Mm-hmm. This first one is kind of just like a folky bluegrass cover. What's the name of this band here? Indiana Dawn. Oh, okay. Why is there an extra N in Indiana? That's the band name. It's, huh. it's a cool thing to do. Okay. 
So you know what's weird? I don't mind the times being repeated as much when she sings it. It's a, yeah. And it says she's singing it pretty sexy. Okay, Gary, please. <laughs> uh, where did you hear this version, Gary? Um. I feel like this would be like an early stage at like a music festival. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Like, like there's like uh, sixty people maybe around. Yeah, but I was trying. To, I was thinking more of like a with the Christmas theme. I could see it being like. You ever, you ever worked in a company where they try to do like, they try to go a little bit too far with their like Christmas parties, like you know, like they just they spend too much money. And, yeah, we and, worked at the same company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could see this being like when you show up, or maybe like during the cocktail hour, they're playing for some reason. You know what I mean? Because it's like. Like, what the hell is this? Can we just play like the Christmas on Spotify or something? But they have a band there for no apparent reason. So, <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. I would like this at a Christmas I would kind of like it too, but I'm saying it's unnecessary. Uh, this next one is a classical guitar solo cover nice. that I enjoyed very much uh, by a man named John Morrison. I didn't really. It was kind of hard to recognize at first until he got into the little lick there. But now it's really good. you don't you don't know the, like the opening there. I, ding, I, I don't, ding, I don't ding, know ding, if ding, I would have. Picked, a little bell I know, sounds. but I don't know if I would have picked it up at first. Oh, yeah. I knew it right away. I, well, you you looked it up, so of course you knew it right away, you idiot. <laughs> uh, this one is a metal cover by Rare Breed. Rare Breed, okay, seventeen hundred views. Maybe let's see if they deserve some more here. Let me ask you a question. So, who listens to that all the way through? <laughs> Somebody insane. And the, the, there's a picture of a scary demon on the wall. By the way, look how far away their like mic filters are from the mic. Is that how you're, how far we're supposed we to have? We don't do them? that. No, uh, we don't know anything. Are we supposed to have the maybe if we're screaming like this? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Christmas time is here. All right, where did you hear that? I, I don't. I do not want to know. I, I have never heard that before. I feel I, like the the next Rob Zombie movie can open <laughs> with this. He can do a Christmas vacation horror movie. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, if it was a Christmas horror movie, and maybe you go to like a basement party, and it just that's the band playing. Let's go back to something that makes me feel a little bit more warm and cuddly. I'm feeling pretty. A little feeling pretty okay, good. Okay, okay. This is a ukulele cover by Kaylee Ukulele. Kaylee Ukulele. Something tells me that's not her last name. Her real last name. Very. Very beautiful Christmas sweater. Okay. What? She's wearing a beautiful Christmas okay. sweater. Okay. That's quite enough. That's all I said. It's that time. Christmas time is here. Everybody knows there's not a better time of year. Hear that sleigh. Okay. Uh, you know, you're more into the ukulele shit than me, but it, it's fine. It's, I feel like that's your, you hear that, that, that's your friend who made you come see them, like, do like an open mic on Christmas, totally. around Christmas time. I, I feel like she's in New York too, for some reason. I don't know why. You like, don't know why. In Brooklyn or something. This is the last cover I'm going to play for you. I got two more treats after this, but this is the last cover. It's a mashup that 
I thought was fun of Christmas Vacation, Holiday Road, and apparently uh, Melikilikimaka. Okay. I, I don't think we're going to get to that last one, say, but... I thought you were going to say it's a mashup of all the most disgusting facial hairstyles. Because <laughs> this band... <laughs> all those guys have the worst facial hair I think I've ever seen. But hey, whatever. And there's one woman in the middle. She does not have any facial hair. Gonna make this holiday a perfect dance to me. Just wait and see this Christmas vacation. Holiday All right, go back to that wide shot real quick. Uh-huh. First of all, it was good. It was fun. All I right, just want so. to mention because you're gonna, you're commenting a lot on uh, what their oh the yeah, what they're, they're, yeah, yeah. We post these clips on creditscorepodcast.com and in like our Apple's notes and stuff, so you can go watch these you can yourselves. Take a look. This is they're always fun to watch. Yeah, this is Merry Christmas from uh, Nicodermus Snow. Nicodemus Snow. It's not the greatest facial hair from those guys, but I do like the music. It's good. Good little mashup. Yeah, we like it's it. It's nice. So this little clip is so random that I found, but it's someone playing the guitar along with Clark's rant about oh, his boss. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, the epic, the epic insulting. It, it shouldn't work, but at times it does. Okay, let's see. So I'm going to play it. Right here, with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four-fleshing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood we get it yeah I actually, it's, it's clever it's yeah. clever i would never have thought to do that i don't good. know why that exists yeah. or why that's a thing but i like it yeah go go watch this clip because it's you know they sh- they yeah. show a clip of clark doing his rants like and playing it, it. The, and this last thing you should definitely go check out is this these people recreated christmas vacation in one minute okay and it's pretty good Where do you think you're gonna put a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. Drum roll, please. Hallelujah. So they do like the whole yeah, movie and it's in a all homemade this, movie. Yeah, it's yeah. all homemade. It's great. It's That's it's good. Yeah. This, what's, what's their name? What's the? Well, they only have two hundred and fourteen. One views. minute movies. Ah, they, they, I think okay. they deserve a lot more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all I got for you, Gary. Uh, we have uh, just a quick, just a, one last fun fact. The soundtrack for this movie was never released. Really? It was never an official soundtrack. There was a bootleg that made it rounds in like 1999, and it was being touted as like one of only like 20,000, and they were apparently like giving them away at Six Flags. And then later it turned out they were a total bootleg, total fraud, because like the main Christmas Vacation song was actually a song that was used in Home Alone. So oh. like, they, yeah. so they told, anyways. So if you ever see that, uh, but I think they were kind of rare though. So if you get a, your hands on a bootleg copy, it might be worth something. I'm gonna go, you know, yeah. empty out the old bank account, do track it, track one down. I don't know if you have. While we're dropping a fun fact, one more thing about these movies is this was the highest grossing vacation movie besides the kind of reboot with that Ed Helms out. that yeah, came out, yeah, 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 a few years ago. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, and it it also was made for like 25 million or something like that which is actually pretty expensive for a christmas movie but it made like three or four times that and it was number one in its third week 
It took three full weeks, but it got to number one, and because it was competing with Back to the Future Part Two. Oh yeah, when it first came out. Yeah. So it took a couple weeks, then it got to number one after that. So it's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Probably does my it, does favorite. Does this movie make bank every year? It must. It has to. Yeah. yeah and they, re- they it's always as soon as December hits. Yeah. It's in it's in top movies on like iTunes. And they re-release it on on DVDs and Blu-rays all the time and yeah. stuff. So it's just fantastic. Anyway, we're we're at the end of the show. The movie where- I give a ten. The movie in general. Okay. Okay. But we're getting to where we score these opening credits. Yep. How do we score them? Uh, we score them in key grips. That's correct. Uh, we don't know what key grips are. We know... You can email us if you want. You can, we're not going to yeah. pay attention. We like scoring with them. Yeah. We score one to ten. It's pretty yeah. simple. Yeah. Uh, shout out to all the key drips out there. We don't know who you are or what you do, but we use we lo- you. We love you guys uh, and gals. Mm-hmm. And uh, no disrespect... But we're using you for None scoring. whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, why don't you go first with your key drip score? Because I went first last week. All right. Well, we already know that I'm already straight to five points because Santa interacted with the That's credits. A good start. Yeah. So I am going to give these an eight point five. Wow. Key wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting because I gave Bad Santa an eight point five last uh-huh. week. Uh huh. Yeah. And I believe you gave it an eight. Yes. This week you're giving an eight point five. Yeah. And I'm going to give a nine. Whoa. I'm going to one-up you again by okay. half a key drip. Okay. So, because I think that these credits, although there are some flaws, they're hip, just hip, so much fun. The song is fantastic. It it checks a lot of the boxes that I look for. I know it checks the box that it interacts with the credits. So, that's, you know, when Santa's head breaks the title card. It's just so much fun, and it leads perfectly into the movie, sets up the vibe of it. And I love this movie, and I, you know, I can't give it a ten because there's some minor flaws, but a nine is where I'm at. So that gives a final credits score score for the opening credits of Christmas Vacation, eight point seven five key drips. There you Our go. Boom. Officially highest scoring <laughs> Christmas, Christmas movie, movie opening yeah. credits so far. Yeah, sorry, Bad Santa. But that's okay. You're not ba- far behind. Bad Santa did well yeah. as well. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Um, so that's it. The shitter is full here at your place. So, <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to have to go take, that a a premonition? take a dump somewhere else, I guess. <laughs> your shitter's full. But uh, Merry Christmas to everyone. This will probably be not our just last christmas gary people celebrate everything sorry merry christmas happy holidays that's what i was getting i was leading into there that. you go i was gonna say this is probably our last episode of the year because we have christmas plans and hanukkah plans well max does i have the same plans as you and <laughs> uh new year's plans uh, yeah there's a lot a lot happening not sure soon. if i've mentioned it but my uh, my cover band is playing on new year's eve yeah you uh, mentioned that every single episode the warehouse in marina del rey 9 30 christmas eve or sorry new year's eve um <laughs> Maybe we'll team up with No Fools here. Uh, who knows? I'm going to cut all this out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just wanted to say a very uh, serious, thankful, appreciative uh, message to all of our fans for listening. It's been, yeah. a, it's been a fun 2019. Definitely. And we had a lot of fun doing this. We're looking forward to doing more next year. Yeah. Um, we appreciate you listening. Indeed. We appreciate you writing to us and telling us you're listening. Yep. It, it means a lot. And all the five-star reviews we've gotten have been, or five-star reviews, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Have been fantastic. Big kisses. But uh, the end of the year is the perfect time to leave more five, five-star leave, reviews leave for us, us, please. Put it in our stocking. Yeah. Put please it leave in those, our stocking. Subscribe. Leave those reviews. We they Yeah. And I promise to keep wearing sleeveless shirts because I know that's what you all are clamoring for. In the so. meantime, until we can get a new, you know, 2020 episode up gary where can people find you if they need to uh if they want to reach out to me on twitter i'm dudak attack uh instagram gc dudak 
And you can take a look at my pics of my beautiful, sweet baby girl and my wife. She's pretty cute. She's uh, cutie. The, the, you, I mean, your wife's cute too, but yeah, I mean, I'm talking about Parker. <laughs> both are, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and that, yeah, that's it. Or you can, of course, email credit store podcast at Gmail. I check all those. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there you go. How about you? Yeah. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at ruin my week. And on Instagram, I'm at ruin underscore my underscore week. And you can also follow biscuit on Instagram. My, yeah. My dog biscuit is always on there. He's on at it's biscuits world. He has about 10,000 more followers than me. Actually, 15,000 more followers. <laughs> so he has than a lot me. of yeah. followers. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's, uh, yeah. He's really He's killing rocking. it on there. He's had a way better 2019 than me. <laughs> yeah. In the clout world, anyways. He's got a lot more clout. Um, I'm still burping, but I'm just talking through it. Yeah. I think it's a good time to end, yeah. end this uh, Christmas episode here. That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, Merry Christmas and uh, save the neck for me, Clark. Yeah. Uh, Gary's going to take you out by singing Christmas Vacation. As uh, Brad Garrett from Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> uh, Go. Cue up the music, Raymond. Oh, wait. Aunt Bethany's here. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States You just of always America. sound like Adam Sandler. <laughs> you really do. That's true.